Hey everybody, it's JT. What is on your holiday meal shopping list? Well, I would suggest Painted Hills Natural Beef. It is some of the best beef in the world. And your friends and family will be thanking you for a long time if you serve Painted Hills Natural Beef for your holiday meals. And now you can buy it online just by going to PaintedHillsBeef.com. Use the code BBQNATION at checkout and save yourself 15% on your order. Give Painted Hills Natural Beef a place on your table this holiday season. It's time for Barbecue Nation with JT. So fire up your grill, light the charcoal, and get your smoker cooking. Now, from the Turn It, Don't Burn It studios in Portland, here's JT. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Barbecue Nation. I'm JT, along with my co-host, Hall of Famer, Ms. Leanne Whippen. Dave and Chris, of course, as we always say, are in the background, and they truly are. We'd like to thank the folks at Painted Hills Natural Beef, Beef the Way Nature Intended. Well, we've got a very special holiday coming up. I think all holidays are special, but this one, Memorial Day, is coming up. And so we've asked our good friend and show contributor, Meathead, from AmazingRibs.com to join us again today. So we'll talk a little bit about barbecue, Memorial Day, foods, techniques, all that stuff. And we're going to talk about some other fun things. But first of all, I want to put you all on notice. Meathead has a new book coming out, not right away. No, next May. <laughs> next May, just about a year from now. But Leanne and, I, Leanne and I got a little taste test, if you will, a little culinary tour there. And I mm. guarantee you it's going to be a hit. So Meathead, welcome. Hall of Famer, yes. too. Yes. Thank you. Hello, Jeff. I, Hello, Leanne. Good to hello. be with you. Hello. I see your little trophy in the back there, your Hall of Fame trophy. They yes. just had the new nominees come out, which I'm sure everyone saw. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's a, it's, a, it's a good class. It is. It, it is. It was it's very a, tough making the right. Making I, I agree. I had a tough time myself. I forget that you two are both Hall of Famers sometimes when it comes to other than just saying it. The uh, responsibilities that go along with it, which is to select the next class coming right, in. Right. So that's Good. a tough, tough chore. Do you take I bribes? Think, I think there. No. <laughs> I think there are only thirty living members uh, in that uh, general vicinity, and you there's know, somebody a probably asked another... me that. I wondered that. I actually did a count. There's about. Oh, I I I think it includes your class. When I last counted, thirty. And then there'll be another four, I guess, this year. Right, another four. But there, there's also the legacy members, and I think there's probably about 20. Legacy is a euphemism for dead. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right, right. Our, our, our predecessors who are no longer with them. But there's some very distinguished uh, cooks in that group. Yeah. So it's, sure. it's, a, it's, it's a small small group right now. Well, they've gone to that great pit in the sky. Put it that way. There and they're cooking up there. So let's talk about Memorial Day. It's the first major barbecue holiday for is what we term civilians, the general public. OK, mm-hmm. and and that's coming up. Uh, well, when this show airs, it'll be just less than a week away. Right. So. Um, we had uh, Max on last week, Meathead. We talked about grills and cleaning them and maintenance and new things that are out there. But what I want to talk about with you is, you know, Memorial Day is, is a very traditional type holiday. And there's certain things that go with those holidays. When you think of Christmas, you think of prime rib. I do. Or turkey, Thanksgiving, you know, that type of thing. Easter, a ham. 
So, or lamb, because I know Meathead and we all three of us love lamb. But when yeah. you but when you think of Memorial Day, what do you think of as traditional things to whip on the grill or the smoker? Gosh, you know, I hamburgers, hot dogs. Yeah, well, that's, yeah, that's kind of where my head was going. Um, ribs, <laughs> yeah, ribs to me are Fourth of July. Yeah, they're like turkey is Thanksgiving. Ribs mm-hmm. are Fourth of July for me, and um, uh, we need to start a movement. Uh, you know, everybody cook ribs on the Fourth of July. I mean, but uh, but um, yeah, I think you know it's it's you know I'm in I'm in the frozen north. I'm in the Chicago area, and uh, um, by the time Memorial Day rolls around, it's really you know just warmed up. And although it's a gorgeous day today, so I think you're you know you're you're getting the old grill out. You're rubbing it up. You're cleaning it up. You're getting it organized, and uh, I think uh, yeah, the first time out maybe burgers, brats uh hot dogs i love them um a lot of people say oh that's not barbecue that's you know that is a party for me yeah i love hamburgers one of my well, favorite all <clears throat> time i probably eat a hamburger a week really well, it's, oh yeah what's your, what's your do you have a secret technique or recipe uh you know i i, I started recently doing the smash burger thing you know on my pit boss flat top um so i i do like and my daughter likes making whipping up her homemade sauces um and that really goes well with a smash burger with the right kind of cheese and so that's been my latest like go-to but i do like um you know a medium rare fairly not too thick but hamburger and the smash burger you can't achieve that so it it, it's a it's a mood thing for me well You you know there's actually a trick or two um, there, there, as you, as everybody should know, mm-hmm. there's a mild risk, low risk, but it's still a risk to eating, um, medium rare ground meats. Um, Worth it. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. But there's kid. a trick. There's a trick. <laughs> if you take, if you buy, say, a chuck steak, which can have a pretty high percentage of fat in it, which is good, and grind it, uh, rather take it home and dunk it in boiling water for about 20 seconds, now you've pasteurized it. So now you can grind it yourself, and you don't have to worry. It's safe. Well, there you go. I didn't know that. That's yeah. uh, that a kind of a Southside Chicago sous vide. So method? just a dippy do will do. You don't have to leave it in there for a certain amount of time. Um, at 165 degrees, all bacteria die within seven seconds. So I leave it in for about 20 seconds. Okay. Now, it will turn the surface gray. And when you grind it up, it, it's not going to be as bright and shiny. But you're not getting much of it gray. Uh, and it's not affecting anything, the texture or anything. And um, you've because if there's any contamination, it's on the surface. Yeah. And that's why you have to cook. ground. You're supposed to cook ground beef all the way up to 155 to 160. Because if there's any contamination on the surface, when you grind it, it gets to the inside. Mm-hmm. If you take a steak and it's contaminated on the surface, which it often is, the minute it hits a hot grill, it's safe. It's pasteurized. Mm-hmm. So here we're essentially doing the same thing. We're dunking it in boiling water, pasteurizing it. Now you can grind it up and you can eat it eat it raw. Mm-hmm. Does it does it soak any of the the fat out of it? When I say that, you know, if you when like I had somebody send me a thing on boiling ribs a couple days ago and i was like oh. Oh, okay 
but they sent me a picture. I'd, I'd, I'd pull it up, but I don't have it. Actually, it's on my phone. But the point is, when you do that, you see all the oil mm-hmm. kind of cu- come to the top. Mm-hmm. So there's no effect like that because it's not in there long enough. No, exactly. It's only 20 seconds. Yeah. And, and I've, you know, when you boil ribs, not only does the fat come off, but you're extract oil. Water is a solvent. That's why you wash your hands with water and you wash your car with water. If you boil ribs, you're putting them in a solvent and it pulls flavor out of the meat. It pulls myoglobin and it dissolves fat and protein. And if you look at the boiling water after you're done, it's all cloudy. That's flavor you can't get back into the meat. Ribs. Right. We have a saying at my website, which is named AmazingRibs.com. The, uh, the saying is, if you boil ribs, the terrorists win. oh boy i like that i like that we 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 coined that back in around 2000 of course but it it still holds true well here's here's another burger trick i've been playing with now i i like smash burgers you, you normally do them on a griddle on a flat top and when you smash them oil comes out and so they sort of fry like you would fry an egg Mm-hmm. If you grill them, um, they're not cooking by uh, frying or by the hot metal. They're cooking by infrared radiation from the flames. Um, and, uh, you know, I've been, you know, cooking burgers and steaks. And there's a couple of burger joints. I just love their burgers. Mm-hmm. And one of them actually makes it better than me. And it pisses me off. Ashaval. Uh, you know them, yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is another little place right in Lagrange here. Um, uh, but um, I started thinking about it, and I, I recognized the flavor, and it's 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 essentially it's charring fat. And I started thinking about it. So now I'll take an eight ounce or a six ounce burger, and I'll have um, uh, I'll grind it to thirty percent fat instead of twenty. Your standard blend is eighty twenty. Mm-hmm. Grind it to 30 and then you throw it on the grill and everybody tells you when it's on the grill, never smash it with your spatula. Correct. If you do, that's where the flavor comes from. When you smash it with your spatula, the the fat hits the flame, Mm -hmm. comes back up the vapors and you get that distinctive charry flavor. So if you start with an 80-20 burger and you smash it on the grill, it gets dry. It gets hard. But if you start with a 70-30 burger and you smash it, you can stand to lose 10% of the fat. It doesn't get dry and you get better flavor. I would imagine that you would have to put it on on a cold. It would have to be cold because yes. with that kind of fat content, it would fall apart otherwise. It, right? it, it can. It can mm-hmm. indeed. Um, Interesting. I have to put in a disclaimer here, folks. We are professionals. Don't try this at home without <laughs> without no, meathead on the no, phone. No, do try you. this at home. Do try it. Well, it's probably cheaper too. Seventy thirty. Yeah. Well, <laughs> what happens? What I do is is when I do a brisket, I'll just trim the fat and throw it in the freezer. Yep. Mm-hmm. You yep. know. So if if you if you buy ground meat or ground chuck or whatever you buy, you can always add fat. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Well, and I make, I cut my own steaks. I'll get, I get a whole rib roast and 
primal, as you would say. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and I trim it and I save all the trimmings. Mm-hmm. I do it with my tri-tips. I, mm-hmm. I do it with a brisket. I do it with virtually anything beef except the hoof, you know, mm-hmm. and I save it and then I grind it and I kind of make my, like you, I'm making my own uh, version of 70, 30, 80, 20, whatever it is. And to me, it works better. Anyway, we got to take a break. We're going to be back here on Barbecue Nation with our good friend, Meathead Goldwyn from Amazing Ribs and Miss Leanne and yours truly Mm -hmm. right after this. Hey, everybody, it's JT, and this is a special version of Barbecue Nation. It is brought to you in part by Painted Hills Natural Beef, beef you can be proud to serve your family and friends. That's Painted Hills Natural Beef. Hey, welcome back to Barbecue Nation on JT with my two Hall of Famers today, Ms. Whippin and uh, Mr. Meathead from AmazingRibs.com. We are coming to you from the Turn It, Don't Burn It studios in Portland. We're talking about Memorial Day and a big holiday that's coming up next week. And we always have Meathead on before the major holidays, about a week before, so you can get some good tips, maybe <laughs> make you think a little bit, which is really the 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 onus of these questions, because uh, a lot of us get in ruts when we're cooking. I do. No. I'm, sure, I'm sure we all do. We, we were talking about burgers before the break. Yeah. Yeah. And it just dawned on me. There's another. Can I share another trick? Oh, yeah. Sure. Um, bacon. Um, mm-hmm. Everybody loves bacon on their burger. Right. Grind some up and mix it in the burger. It brings fat to the flavor and it brings that beautiful bacon flavor. Mm-hmm. I like bacon. I know Leanne likes bacon. I Who do. doesn't? I, right. I've seen I've seen her eat bacon and mm-hmm. she likes to eat bacon. I do. I like bacon. Ooh, yeah, no- it's it's all good. So what is your me, dad? What is your. Uh, favorite uh, on Memorial Day at at your residence. I know you've got family around. You usually have some sort of uh, celebration. What do you like? Do you, do you really like the burgers best? Do you like the ribs? You know, I think I, I don't. Honest to gosh, you know, I mean, Easter for sure is ham, and Thanksgiving is turkey, and Fourth of July is. Real. I don't have a menu for Memorial Day. You should boot me off today. Um, okay. I, I, but hot hamburgers and hot dogs sounds like a great way to go. When we have company over, um, I typically will do um, some chicken um, yep. uh, because there's some people who don't eat a lot of red meat or something like that. And uh, we'll do chicken, um, hamburgers, hot dogs. Uh, you know, I do a variety of things. So, sure. uh, Ms. Leanne, what about you? Really? Uh, the same thing. Um I do like some wings too. And oh yeah. I, I, you know, it's it's just I like um almost food that you can do in stages and have little bits of a time, you know, at a time so mm-hmm. that you're enjoying the day. It isn't like a full one course meal thing, you know, right. say like steak or whatever. So, you know, going from like wings to, you know, burgers to, you know, just the potato salad and all that, you know, the good sides and then, you know, grilling some pound cake, throwing some strawberries on it, you know, just kind of eating, grazing the whole day. <laughs> well, that, well now, I now think you, that's great. All right. Now you meant, all right. Now, now, now the, the wheels Uh-oh, are starting to box. <laughs> well, no, you mentioned strawberries and they're seasonal. Mm-hmm. Right. Of course, one always wants to cook with what's fresh, what's seasonal. 
Um, and, and, and asparagus is in season now. I just love grilling asparagus. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and, you, you know, you just get a, I, I grill it over as hot a flame as I can get because the tip gets a little charred. And yeah. and I, I, you know, the minute it starts to get limp, off it comes. And, you know, if you're doing steaks or something else, you can throw the asparagus on early and it's just fine at room temp. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if it gets too cold, you just pop it in the microwave for 30 seconds. And uh, But I don't want it really soft. I want it still al dente. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's great on the grill. And all you got to do is hit it with a little oil and maybe some flavor, you know, some herbs or something. And away you mm-hmm. go. Well, I'll tell you my theory. And this is a true theory, but I've never said this on the show. We spend... Um, it's spring now and we're coming into summer. So we've, we've had Thanksgiving, we've had Christmas, we've had Easter, we've had mother's day. All right. All we've had to do with those holidays is eat with a knife and a fork. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I want to have stuff when I'm outside that I can use my mitts with, mm-hmm. you know, like Leanne said, wings or ribs or a burger mm-hmm. or something like that. That's what I, to me, that's an essential part of, of grilling and barbecuing is being able to, I know we all love our, our uh, big ribeyes, you know, two inches thick and all that stuff at certain times. But when you're having a gathering and, and as Leanne said, unless it's kind of a formal dinner, I like to cook stuff kind of all through the day and mm-hmm. you know you can put it on little trays on the table and and mm-hmm. they can walk by and they can grab it as they're on their way to get another beer or whatever that's my idea of a good day i agree yeah one thing you didn't know about me is that i i do eat ribeyes with my hands <laughs> <laughs> can we can we use that as a tease for next week's show Come see Leanne. Eat well, no, you, can, you can you can do you can do lamb chops, uh, mm-hmm. rib chops. Yeah. Um, if you if you get a a rack of lamb, and mm. you French it, which means you cut all the um, the fat between the uh, rib bone. There's not much meat on a on 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 a, on the lamb ribs, mm-hmm. and in between the uh, bones, you just cut out all the fat and stuff there. And then you grill those babies, and they're like little lollipops. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And they grill off in a hurry. I mean, you you know, they're, they're, they're because the rib bones are really thin. So the lamb rib chops are just really quick to cook. And you can get, you know, you can get a little um, dark color on the outside and keep them pink in the center. And wow, mm-hmm. I love those things. Mm-hmm. I, I've seen you in action on those things. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Down in Texas, we were Down. eating lamb chops together. Right off the, the grill. grill. Yeah, the three of us were standing there. You know what I'm seeing a lot of recently is people butterflying drumsticks. Have you guys seen that? Not really. Yeah, they're butterflying them. A a, a chicken drumstick. A chicken drumstick, butterflied. And, you know, the theory is, is that you're getting more, you know, say dry rub or whatever uh, to meat ratio. You're increasing it because you're getting more surface area. It doesn't fall off the bone? No, because you're just cutting through. You're basically like cutting it to the bone and then butterflying it. You're keeping the bone in it, it seems to me. I don't know. I haven't done it yet. It's just I've seen it recently. Hey, you know, um, here's something. We're rambling all over the place. but no, it's you, good. You, you, you mentioned something new. Um, a new restaurant opening this week in Chicago. I went there for the previews uh, last week. Um, is called um, Smoke Steak. 
And uh, Leanne, you probably remember Barry Sorkin and Smoke uh, of Barbecue. Course. Yeah. yeah. S-M-O-Q-U-E. He has a barbecue restaurant in town, which is he makes best brisket outside of Texas, maybe better than most in Texas. And uh, he's opening a steakhouse. Yeah, I had read about that quite some time ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, it's been in the opening process for a a long time. Getting a restaurant open in Chicago is not easy. But in any case, Barry opened a steakhouse and he's smoking the steaks, then sous videing the steaks, then searing them in cast iron and serving them. It's pretty good. We are going to take another break here on The Nation and we'll be back on USA Radio Networks and the rest of all of our media empire right after this hey are you ready to fire up your grill and get ready to taste the difference this spring and summer hi i'm jt and i'm thrilled to announce our further collaboration with painted hills natural beef to bring you your best barbecue experience as a special treat barbecue nation listeners get a 15 percent off discount by just typing in the code Barbecue Nation when you check out. So all you got to do is go to the Painted Hills Natural Beef website, click on the store, place your order, and when it has discount or code at the bottom, type in BBQ Nation. Don't miss out on this really juicy deal from Painted Hills Natural Beef. Welcome back to uh, Barbecue Nation. I'm JT, along with our guest today, um, Meathead from AmazingRibs.com, and my co-host, as you know very well, Ms. Leanne Whippen, uh, both Hall of Famers, both great people, both of them very approachable. So if you see them at an event sometime, just go up and talk to them. Say hi to them. Uh, we'd like to thank the folks at Painter Hills Natural Beef, Beef the Way Nature Intended. So I know this is always one of Meathead's favorite topics and you touched on it a bit previously in the show but i want to talk about desserts okay i i live in strawberry country up mm. here okay so we do a lot of strawberry shortcake or we do mm-hmm. a a pound cake or an angel food cake make all kinds of creative dishes with that i'm i'm kind of a basic guy i my mom used to make homemade biscuits and you'd get two biscuits and the strawberries and the juice and a little whipped cream on that baby. And you foundered. You had to go to the doctor the next day to get a shot. But uh, that's kind of my favorite. And that's what I think of. I think of that from Memorial Day through the 4th of July is strawberry shortcake for desserts, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and that can accompany well, watermelons. Uh, we're in mm-hmm. watermelon country up here. I know Leanne is mm-hmm. in Florida. I think they grow lots of melons down there. So that, but I want to start with Leanne. What do you like Mm. to whip up for desserts on these holidays? Well, it's kind of a version of the shortcake. I I like grilling, you know, the pound cake, you know, put Mm -hmm. a little butter on it, grill it, and then put the strawberries, of course, fresh whipped cream. And you can even, um, you know, do it where you take um, a pound cake and cut it horizontally into three slices so you're building like a stackable cake so you take the first layer and then you put whipped cream and strawberries and you put the next one next one then you cut it this way so then you're getting a whole different it's kind of fancy but um, I, I like it yeah um i you know I, i'm embarrassed to say i don't know if peaches are in season but i love grilled peaches also on on pound cake and so um yeah i don't like any super sweet dessert so that does it for me 
<laughs> so um meat meathead and i you can obviously tell if you ever see us in real life that we we do like our sweet desserts at certain times like that especially pecan pie and things but um what do you like to do do you grill fruit or anything meathead at any time um you know i, I do grill fruits but peaches unfortunately are not in season yet <laughs> now um uh, i'm i'm in the frozen north i'm in the chicago area um and what's really interesting fruit uh, in my to my understanding fruits are at their best when you get a great balance of sugar and acid um and uh, you know that of course is at the core of winemaking and almost all the best wines are made where the grapes are grown in a fairly cold climate um because they build sugar in the sun in the daytime with photosynthesis at night it cools off and the acidity remains so you get this great sugar acid balance what i'm getting at in a long about way is the peaches from michigan are just absolutely drop dead spectacular now georgia and south carolina are famous for their peaches but i think the peaches out of michigan are my favorites altogether and they come in in mid to late july i think and uh um, I do love to grill them. Peaches, apricots, a- apples. Um, pineapples. I- oh, <laughs> my favorite. My favorite on the grill, pineapple. In fact, if anybody wants a good laugh, go to YouTube and search for Meathead Loves Pineapple. Um, you're going to see a funny video. Um, but absolutely, I, I adore pineapple. I think it's the best thing on the grill, period. Um, Jeff, what do you like for dessert? For Memorial Day. Well, I like the I like the strawberry shortcake and mm-hmm. um but I do like grilled fruits like we're talking about. I, mm-hmm. I like grilled pineapple. I'm not a huge peach fan. Uh I don't dislike them. It's just I'm a I'm a pear guy. I'm kind of built mm-hmm. like a pear anyway. So I mean mm-hmm. goes <laughs> finger, but, but but you know, I make some stuff. There you go. Mm. Look at that. Um, now you like peaches. Look at that. Now that I like feature photo. Yeah. I, for anybody listening, we, I just did a screen share of a uh, a scoop of vanilla ice cream with a rum sauce and grilled peaches. Mm. Um, and uh, that's going to be in the next book. <laughs> OK, can we just stop the show right now and I'll whip you can whip some of these up for us. Um, um, you know, always fun for the kids, too, is, you know, your traditional s'mores, too. That's oh, always yeah. a good thing oh, to gather s'mores. together. Absolutely. I love <laughs> s'mores. I make them with Nutella mm-hmm. uh, because the chocolate, the, the, the Hershey bars just never quite melt for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I and I want it. I want it gooey. Uh, so I, I use Nutella. Love we, it. We when I grew up, here's a little sidebar story. When I grew up, we had three fireplaces in our house. We lived way out in the country and all that. And we yeah, we had electricity, electricity and indoor toilets and stuff. but. We lost power every winter, at least for a week. So when we knew the storms were coming and when I was really little, my brother would go to the store. He would buy a a whole box of Hershey bars and we would put them. We would make our own s'mores indoors next to the fireplaces because they would the Hershey bars would melt. Mm -hmm. Um, And so sometimes we just picked up the paper with the Hershey bar and just licked the like you like to eat with your hands, you know steaks and stuff leanne but we would make our own s'mores indoors in the winter time when it was cold so Mm. that was kind of a fun thing and we made popcorn too we had a popcorn popper Mm, that worked in there look at that 
<laughs> I'm sorry, folks. Uh, I I I'm a bad boy oh, in radio, that looks so but I, good. I there's your grilled pound cake, uh, Leanne. Uh, yeah, with a, sauce a, a, a another scoop of ice cream and a chocolate sauce. So, Leanne, let me ask you something. Why you yes. got that? Because this will be. I mean, yeah, people are going to see this when we release the video oh. version of that. Well, so. these are pictures from the new book. Yeah. Could you use, you said you like to like maybe put a little butter on the pound cake and grill it, or you could. Yes, I do. Could, could you Absolutely. use like an almond butter or uh, some other flavored butter to do that? Well, I, it, I've never tried that, but I bet you could. Yeah. yeah. But that's I what I do. I, do I, I I'll I'll paint the pound cake with a little butter before I grill it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm just wondering about that. If you could do, like I said, you know, they've got so many creative things now with uh, with almond butters and, uh, you know, pineapple butter or whatever. I'm mm -hmm. I'm just wondering if the, mm. the sugars in that would make it you'd have to pay attention a little more before you're I've, heating I've it heard up. of people grilling strawberries, but it just doesn't sound I've never tried it. it I have. It seems kind of weird. It seems like it's just going to get all mushy and melty. Yeah, I've never. If you do it quickly, I have done it. The thing is, I just don't like strawberries warm or hot. Yeah, I yeah. like them cold, so that's yeah. why. It My wife work. makes uh, something that's uh, what she calls strawberry chantilly, and um, it's um, uh, strawberries on. Uh, oh gosh, I'm drawing a blank. What do you call it when you um, uh, whip egg whites and um, whisk meringue? Meringues on a meringue. Okay. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Just Sounds cut like. up strawberries on the meringue, and it's marvelous. You did your best Lewis Black impersonation right there, me, Dad. <laughs> like that. Um, yeah, I think people can get really creative with stuff if they're, you know, and it's early in the year. If you don't have too many people coming over at, at Memorial Day, try something different. I would recommend that, you know. I I I'm as we said earlier, I'm a I'm a proponent of kind of grazing through the day. Some, you know, not on these holidays when you've got extended families, not everybody can get there at two o'clock. You know, some have other obligations and like it's kind of like Christmas, except in Christmas, you've got them contained indoors when you're when you're outdoors. People can't do that. So so be adventurous. And uh, I would say that um, mm -hmm. one of the things that uh we're famous for up here in the Northwest and, and not just here, but fish. We have a lot of fish. Oh, gosh. You know, mm -hmm. and one of the things I like to do is I this is the only time of year I do it. I break out my old stick burner and I get a couple of fillets of salmon fresh and I will smoke them in my old stick burner mm -hmm. like that. And I've created some recipes over the years like uh, cashew crusted smoked salmon and things like that. But there I like to do that and I'll put those fillets out there uh maybe some crackers or whatever you want with it and that's one of the things i do as an appetizer if you will to go through mm. the day it works out really well yeah well smoked great. salmon um uh and i hot smoked salmon um and i you know once you've uh, hot smoked salmon is basically just salmon smoked at 225 or your normal mm -hmm. smoking temperature as opposed to cold smoke which is lox and nova right. mm -hmm. and uh, cold smoking is risky to be doing it at home because you're not heat is what kills bacteria people shouldn't be cold smoking at home um but hot smoked salmon is marvelous and you can make a moose out of it you can hot smoke it take it off and then whoop it up and make or chop it up and make a dip um mm -hmm. a spread um, like tuna salad, you know, you can mm -hmm. throw some uh, mayonnaise or yogurt or sour cream in there, some um, chopped celery. 
I have some recipes for that in the upcoming book too. Um, and, uh, uh, or you can make a mousse and, and, and spread it on crackers or just hot smoke it. And then I'll paint it with maple syrup mm-hmm. and it comes out with a really shiny glaze. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then you can flake it and people can just put that on, 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 on crackers or um, uh, bagel uh, crisps, you know? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Uh, or they can even do it on toast points, whatever you want there. Yeah. It, it's yeah. like that. So I got a question about that. When you put the maple syrup on it, how long before the end of the smoke do you do that? If people want to try this at home, I'll put a little brown sugar on at the start of the smoke. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the smoke, um, just before it's done, I'll um, uh, paint it yeah. with the yeah. maple syrup, uh, maybe 15, 20 minutes or so, and get a glaze on it. And again, forgive me, people who are on the radio, but I'm showing some pictures of that. Uh, That's you can why see we're the- not talking. We're like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> There's some brown sugar there. Okay, we're going to take a break. We're going to talk more about Sitka salmon off the air. Uh, but we're going to come back and wrap up the show and then Meathead's going to stick around for after hours because we're going to talk about one of his new favorite subjects then Koji. But that's in after hours because there's no limitation. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody, it's JT, and this is a special version of Barbecue Nation. It is brought to you in part by Painted Hills Natural Beef, beef you can be proud to serve your family and friends. That's Painted Hills Natural Beef. Welcome back to Barbecue Nation. I'm JT, along with Ms. Leanne Whippen and Meathead from AmazingRibs.com. Something I wanted to, to talk to you about. I was, uh, you and I follow each other on Twitter and other stuff, and I know mm-hmm. Leanne does too. And once in a while, we comment on something. I I got the same email you did promoting a new charcoal. Mm-hmm. I, uh, okay, mm-hmm. I got it from the PR firm and whatever, and. Uh, if anybody happens to listen, it's fine if you send me those emails. It's probably fine with Meathead and Leanne if you send oh, me yeah. those. I don't emails. mind getting publicity because I I like to see what's out there. Sure, but don't expect us to jump up and down and go yippee kaye uh, right at mm-hmm. first. So anyway, the point being is that you uh, answered this fellow, and he was talking about his charcoal made from wood. It's the Casia tree in Africa and all this stuff. And you made some very interesting comments about that. They were short and to the point like you are, and I'm not picking on anybody, but I just think people should be aware of when they're selecting charcoal and that process. Well, this whole thing of greenwashing and I'm, I'm just by nature a skeptic. Um, I mean, I was a journalism major in college. I'm skeptical of publicity. I'm skeptical of dietary claims and health claims and they sent out this publicity that this charcoal is made from acacia wood in africa and it's sustainable because there's a lot of acacia wood um and anybody who is really paying attention to the environment knows that trees are the among the most important things we can do to improve the environment that chopping down a tree 
damages the environment. Now, I mean, we need lumber and such. You got to keep replanting. But the idea of claiming that charcoal made from trees is sustainable is just not sustainable. <laughs> it's yeah. not an argument that you can sustain. And the most many charcoals, like Kingsford, is made from sawdust, which is a byproduct of the lumber industry. So it's actually sustainable. And I don't know. I just wrote them back and I said, you know, I, don't make this claim uh, that you're sustainable. Um, and it just aggravated me. Um, I know. I'm easily aggravated. Well, <laughs> it's OK, because I, I'm with you on that. I don't always I, I read the stuff that comes in. I know Leanne does, too. Sometimes we exchange them and say, have you seen this? But. It's kind of like those commercials you see at 11 o'clock at night when the movie's over. And it's like, hey, this is the greatest thing to wash your bathtub with. And it's only $29.99. But wait, we'll send you two more just for shipping and handling. That's the way my mind works when I see things like mm -hmm. that. Um, being a graduate of journalism school like you are, I have a, a nat uh, natural suspicion of things. What's behind the curtain? So mm -hmm. um, there, we kind of went off on a rant, Leanne. I'm sorry about that. I don't know if you saw that email and the- and He just the... fell asleep, you know. Well, <laughs> yeah. no, um, this is not new news to me, actually. Um, I had heard about this a few years ago. And also, the, I think the claim was that it had a higher burning point or something like mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. because of the, the tree itself. Um, and there- I'm going to have to read this because I know I wonder if it's the same company that actually reached out to me a long time ago, making all these claims, or if it's a new company, because these claims have. Well, been I, made. we can mention the name. I mean, it, who I is think it? It's good charcoal. Or yep, good that's, them. Yep. that's them. Yep. That's them. Yeah. And believe it or not, I've seen them in um, either Sam's or Costco. Yeah. yeah. Recently. They're, they're, they're out there and they're promoting and publicizing. And they and, and you know, I, I actually but they to also give the proceeds of sales to uh, something, too, as well. So there's more to the company. They right. do good. They yeah. Do. You know, look, I, I've occasionally been honored to speak before business classes as a small entrepreneur. I recently addressed the MBAs at Rochester Institute of Technology about artificial intelligence. Uh uh, but, um, you know, every business model, every business plan, you, 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 you know, rent, electrical, uh, payroll and charity. Charity right. should be built into the business plan, the business model, X number of dollars. We give a monthly tithe to Operation Barbecue Relief. We also give a monthly donation to um, an organization that builds um, and uh, that supports the design and building of uh, safe uh, grills and smokers for um, third world countries. Um, and, you know, it's just and, and leader dogs for the blind, which is sure. a favorite charity. Sure, sure. Yeah. And it's just part of my monthly payments, which is awesome. Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't trying to pick on good charcoal. I I I question big claims. Like like mm. you do, Meathead. That's what I'm doing. I've never used the product. It's probably perfectly fine. I uh, have used it, actually. And? They sent it to me. Um, as I said, it was a couple of years ago. Um, and they claimed that it didn't burn as fast as regular charcoal. And 
it did. I would say that that was probably true in my test. Um, as far as the high temp thing, I didn't get it. Um, but it seemed to work fine for me. See, fair enough. Mm-hmm. There you go. Um, and as long as we're on this subject, not but about they say charcoal. it burns hotter, but it, it, I didn't see that it burnt hotter because of the acacia tree or whatever tree it is they're using. The other thing, people, if you're listening to the show and you want to send us press releases about something, especially something for Memorial Day, don't send it to us six days before Memorial Day and, <laughs> and want to get it on a show. Yeah, probably not going to happen. Just a little pro tip there. So anyway. Is it a relief? I mean, Dad, this is more on the personal side. This isn't so much on the cooking side. Is it a relief to be almost done with the book? Yeah. Yeah. And and if, if you hear me say that I'm writing another book, you are authorized to hunt me down and kill me. Okay. Um, I know, Leanne, you're uh, desirous of doing something, uh, mm-hmm. or I think you are. Uh, this was just a, a one-year-long um you know, if you, you want to, to do dedicate right. the time, you got to dedicate. If you want to do time. it right, it just takes a lot of effort, a lot of time, and you've got to, especially a cookbook. Um, and, and there is just an awful lot of detail. Um, on you know, uh, when you when you when you talk about olive oil in the recipe, you need to make sure all the recipes specify um, whether it's a uh, inexpensive olive oil or extra virgin olive oil. Um, yeah, you know, what what grind of black pepper. Plus, if, if if anybody has seen my last book, the first half of the book is a textbook, uh, mm. and the same thing with this book. Uh, the second half is recipes. This isn't a thirty day wonder type thing. Anyway, we are out of time, but Meathead is going to stick around for after hours. We want to thank Meathead. You can check out all his stuff at amazingribs.com. Uh, there's ways to communicate with the, him and the folks at amazingribs.com. They're all on there. I would urge you to join the Pitmasters Club because you get a lot of special stuff. You can get special thank shows you. from us. So there you go. But uh, until next week, we thank everybody for listening. Remember our motto, turn it, don't burn it. And please remember what Memorial Day is all about. Take care, everybody. Barbecue Nation is produced by JTSD LLC Productions in association with Envision Networks and Salem Media Group. All rights reserved.